Hello, dear sister in Christ. My name is Pat Domain. I'm founder of On Fire Ministries. And at On Fire Ministries, Hello, dear sister in Christ. My name is Pat Domain, and I'm founder of On Fire Ministries. And at On Fire Ministries, our mission is to ignite a passion for Christ in the heart of women and to inspire them to apply God's word to their everyday life because I believe that God's word really does work. So today, I want to invite you to join me as I talk through what your identity has to do with the conditional promise of blamelessness. Well, while reading 1 Corinthians 1, I really couldn't get past the introduction of the letter for the distraction that I felt over the knowledge of what was coming in the rest of Paul's letter. You see, 1 Corinthians is not unfamiliar to me. I have read and studied it more than a few times in my life. Therefore, I knew I had prior knowledge and I couldn't shut it out of my head of what was going on at the church of Corinth. And so when I read 1 Corinthians 1-2 and I saw how Paul identified his audience, it just was all stuck in my mind. But what did he say? He said they are the church of God, which is at Corinth. He said that they were those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus. He said they are called to be saints. And then he said to those who call on the name of Jesus Christ. So my Bible commentary calls the Corinthian church a seriously troubled church. And so some of its troubles that are mentioned in 1 Corinthians were divisions among the members, sexual immorality, and abuse of spiritual gifts. And so surely these troubles had much to do with their surroundings because Corinth was a decadent commercial city. It was infected with drunkenness and lewdness propagated from the prevalent worship of pagan gods. So ultimately, we should know that Paul wrote 1 Corinthians as a letter to reprimand the church at Corinth. However, his initial focus of his letter is their in Christ identity. So why start with identity? Because identity is where everything good or bad starts. How we identify ourselves is of utmost importance to our faith and the completion of our faith journey. I remember in seminary hearing uh, one of my um, professors say a A.W. Tozer quote, and he said that um, that our what we believed about ourselves was so important to ourselves. And um, and he talked about it was the most important thing about our life. It was the most important thing about our lifestyle. And it's the most important thing about uh, everything of how we live out our life. So we as believers in Christ cannot identify ourselves in any other way than who he says that we are, if we're going to follow his ways and fulfill his will in our lives. And if we determine ourselves to be anyone or anything other than how God identifies us, we set ourselves 
on this dismal course of frustrations and failures, and all of which can surely be avoided with the right identity. So let's turn our attention back to that church at Corinth. In 1 Corinthians 1, 4 through 9, Paul told them even deeper truths about them as related to or as a result of Jesus' work. 1 Corinthians 1, 4 through 9 is an astounding standalone passage of scripture, but reading it with the knowledge of how messed up the church at Corinth was put it on another level of astounding. So let me list the truths that Paul spoke of and reminded them of in 1 Corinthians 1, 4 through 9. The first thing he said was that grace was given to them by Jesus. And then second, he said they were enriched in everything by him in all utterance and all knowledge. The third thing he said is that the testimony of Christ was confirmed in them. And then he gave them the purpose of that confirmed testimony. He said, so that they come short in no gift. And then the fourth thing he said is they eagerly wait for the revelation of Jesus who will confirm them to the end that they may be blameless in the day of Jesus. Then 1 Corinthians 1, 9, he says, God is faithful by whom you are called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. So did you see how they were identified in all that they had been given? Do you see how real the work of Christ had been in them and how they had a promise of Jesus presenting them blameless? All the while, they are jacked up, messed up people. And and I don't know if that's encouraging to you or as encouraging to you as it is to me, but I'm so thankful that Jesus' work in me is... um, is there no matter. It's it's more powerful than my messed upness. And with all that said, I also can't say hallelujah, uh, there's nothing I need to do about my messed upness. Because Paul's very next words in 1 Corinthians 1.10 where, is where he shifts gears and he makes this turn toward their, their part in their personal salvation journey. 1 Corinthians 1.10, he says, Now I plead with you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all. So we should glory in the fact that Jesus promised to see us to the end and, and present us blameless before God. And scripture speaks of Jesus presenting us blameless in in the end several times throughout scripture. However, in Colossians 1, 21 through 23, it shows us that conditionalness of this promise, as does the whole of 1 Corinthians. Colossians 1, 21 through 23 says, And you, who once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he is reconciled in the body of his flesh through death, to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight, if indeed you continue in the faith grounded and steadfast and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, 
became a minister. So did you notice the conditional statement? If indeed you continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel. That's as conditional of a promise as it gets. And it clearly portrays the heart behind Paul's pleading with the body of Christ at Corinth. He did not want them to miss out on the promise of being presented blameless before God. And if they did not continue in grounded, steadfast faith, he knew that danger loomed before them. So the condition, the completion of our faith journey, fully and wholly rest on the work of Jesus. Yet we are called to join him in his work of sanctification in us. That's why Paul wrote in Philippians 2.12, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. And he wrote in Romans 6, 1 through 2, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. And he wrote exclamation points. Certainly not. This is a... Uh, imperative. This is exclamatory that we understand certainly not, this should not be that we continue in sin, that grace would be abound. There is no doubt in my mind that Paul began with identity and Jesus work in their lives because of the connection to the promise of blamelessness. A new identity and, and the gift of Jesus working in us compels us to join him in the working out of the completion of our faith journey that we can know that we can um, know one day that we will stand before God healed, whole, perfected, and blameless because he is faithful to do what he says he will do. But dear sister in Christ, he calls us to join him in that work, in that process of salvation, in that sanctification process and journey. We are called to join him in that, that we may be made blameless before him. His work, but he calls us to join him. So before I say goodbye, I do want to invite you to join me on your favorite social media platform, whether it's Facebook, uh, Instagram, or even Pinterest to get daily biblical encouragement for Christian women. Check out my website, onfire-ministries.org and read my blog to get free biblical resources or a Bible study for yourself personally or for a group study. And if you found this podcast beneficial and encouraging, please take a moment to rate and review and share this podcast because it is a way that it helps others to find the podcast. And it may be the very words that someone else needs to be encouraged in their faith journey today. Until we meet again, have a blessed and beautiful day.